This is the Youth Worker Collective podcast from Young People's Ministries. You don't have to be in ministry alone with resources, coaching, games, and more at umcyoungpeople.com. <laughs> I love we'll it when our, our live jobs. streams start with laughter, Jeremy Steele. That is great. Chris, I have it on good authority that you hate puppies. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, according to my family, that's true, because I am the lone holdout in my house for should we get a dog or not? And I'm you know what? I'm not even going to put up a poll or anything because I know which way (laughs) we'll go if we do that. So just, you know, there are some realities that go with adding a puppy to your family if you're considering one. Right. And I I am in the space where I'm being a grounded realist and it's not being appreciated, but that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's important for you to, I think, be authentic, but also somebody's got to draw the line at number of pets total and uh, amount of urine on your carpet or floor that you're willing to personally clean up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. And really, my response to it by this point is the same thing that I have printed on my mug for today, which is... Don't get your tinsel in a tangle. <laughs> and in I don't some know way, what that means, Chris, but I'm assuming no, it's appropriate for this uh, podcast. We'll figure so too. But really, that, <laughs> that kind of is the genesis of our very quick conversation for today, because we're talking about the things that you should do in December. Um, Advent is a busy time. Christmas is a busy time. When you are part of uh, a congregation, of a church, of a community, and you are getting into the busyness and fullness of this season, especially in student ministry or in young people's ministries. Um, Not only do your young people have finals in front of them, um, but if they're part of like performing groups at your church, you know, they're trying to do these rehearsals for um, year end concerts or getting ready for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day and all those kind of things. And it's so easy to lose track of stuff this time of year. Um, that we thought we could just share some of the best ideas and tips that we have in terms of leading ministry during the course of December and really January 2024, right? When you look look ahead. Right. So this is the don't get your tinsel on a tangle. Absolutely. All the things that you should do in December edition of the Youth Worker Recharge. <laughs> absolutely. All the things that you should do. Number three will surprise you. <laughs> it's I love that you didn't own... even need AI to get that headline out, Jeremy. Um, That's right. So, where do you start, Chris? Like when you think about, um, you know, big goals for December, knowing that everything is sort of upside down. What is it that you, you know, if you're, because I think a lot of times the sort of typical metrics that you have for stuff can be wonky, right? Yeah, because yeah. you're going to have less meetings, people have more vacations and more commitments and all this stuff. So like, I personally feel like one of the things that you need to start with is just sort of like throwing your normal metrics just out the window. Don't judge your December by the normal things. Make some yeah. other goals of really important things to make sure you do in December um, and judge December based on those goals. So like, what are some of those kind of things, Chris, that you would encourage people to focus on? That is such a good suggestion. Okay. 
Uh, number one on my do list for December this year is absolutely reconnecting with families and youth who may yes. have disconnected in the previous calendar year. Um, I know that we'd like to think that we are totally done with the effects of COVID lockdowns and those kinds of things, but we're really not, right? No. We no. figured out new habits and, you know, the odds are, um, and statistics would say worship attendance at your church um, and actually attendance at almost every group across the board is probably down. It's probably lower than yeah. it was prior to COVID. And so people are still, you know, figuring out new habits. And so, yeah. Be intentional about reconnecting with families and youth because they're going to start showing up again this time of year, right? There's yeah. going to be something about the tradition of attending a Christmas Eve worship service, or if you've got other special Advent sort of worships or activities at your church, you're going to see people who you haven't seen for a while. So be ready, right? Like be ready to welcome them back and yeah. figure out what you can do to prepare to reconnect with them. And I think as part of that, um, especially th looking towards the Christmas Eve service. Hopefully you will be there. If not, you can get a volunteer to do this for you. Um, figure out what it is you're doing in January that's interesting, exciting, mm -hmm. and have a little card or flyer or something to give people, to give teenagers and families um, when they show up, say, hey, we're so glad. I'm so glad to see you again, blah, blah, blah. Hey, in January, we're our thing is we're going to go ice skating at the National Gallery and and so as families so have a little card ready to like say oh here you go yeah we're going to do this thing here check it stick it on your calendar it's going to be so much fun don't make it for December the 25th because nobody's going to come think January and like sort of what are you kind of inviting them back to after they um after they're sort of back in the swing of things yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, that card could also be equally as effective for somebody who's new, right? Like often yeah. we have this oh, conversation sure. because you're going to have new visitors to your church. Um, yep. So whatever you do create, it's going to be a great tool for outreach and evangelism for folks that aren't on your radar yet. But really that intentionality of reconnecting with people who are a part of your community um, is huge this time of year. And yeah. uh, if there's something on that card um, that also, you know, kind of directs them or helps them to um, follow whatever social media accounts you've got set up for your youth ministry, for your church. Make sure that those are super obvious and that you've got a good communication plan heading into January so that you've got posts mm -hmm. that are pre-scheduled and any of that kind of stuff. Um, I would also throw out there, this is going to be a very boring one, but um, an opportunity for you to make sure that you've got updated contact information for everybody, right? Like right. I know when you're in the service, the attendance pads or, you know, the sign-in sheet are going to go across. I don't know if people always do those and I don't know if people right. are going to provide updated contact info. So if you can think through whatever would make sense in your context um, to get updated contact information, that's going to be good into 2024, do that, right? Because your college students might have new college email addresses. They might've changed apartments. Um, families might've moved. You might have old emails, old social medias, old phone numbers, if you can do something to get your contact info updated this time of year, do it. Because if people want to reconnect again, they're going to be looking for opportunities and for you to make it easy for them to provide that info. Yeah. And I think uh, one of the things that I'd, I'd sort of add on sort of kind of continuing down that road is um, when you talk about college students, they're coming back in town for a minute. 
not for a long time, but for a little bit, it's a great time to just go ahead and look at the calendar and say, okay, when is a good time to grab coffee, lunch, whatever, with all the college students and just say, hey, college students, when you show back up this Sunday after church, we're all going to go to this restaurant or, you know, youth group normally happens at 5 p.m. on Sunday nights, but you're not having it that Sunday night anymore because you're taking some time off and say, well, at 5 p.m., let's let's go to this coffee shop or whatever it is. But just find a time to go ahead and pre-plan right now something very informal people can show up or not show up that you don't have to really plan that you also have to just show up to the where you can connect with those college students because that's so so helpful and, and meaningful and it's a time when my my experience is that the college students appreciate it because it's it's one thing they can come to to like see all those people right? yes yes and right you've sort of made the meeting spot for all of that exactly right and there's something else in there i want to uh have you jump back into as well because you mentioned um Things might not be on their regular schedule because you are trying to take time off. And so I know both of our lists, it's not easy, but listen, you, yeah. you need some time off. These, these are holidays yes. you need to be able to, to recharge and relax and be with family and be with friends. Um, so what do you need to do to get ready for when you're absent or when you're taking a break? Right. Right. And I think, what do you need to, so there's, there's some number of days that the church office is closed. Nobody's doing anything. Nobody is whatever. Um, do not plan a thing on those days. Don't do it. Right. Don't plan a thing on those days just because kids are out of school. Don't do that. So that's important. But the other thing that's important is to go ahead and make sure that if there's stuff that like you have to prep, for two days after you get back, go ahead and prep it, right? Even if you have to do a little bit late, stay a little bit late, do a little bit extra, go ahead and prep that thing. So you don't get anxious because there's like being gone on vacation, but constantly anxious about the thing that you've got to prep <laughs> right when you get back, right? So go ahead and prep it. So it's not in your brain. It's done. You've got whatever. And then and then you can come, you can be fresh and just do that. And then I think the other thing that's really important is plan how you are going to disconnect. So that's important. Um, leaving your phone somewhere else or turning the, the uh, you know, putting, um, there's a way on the iPhone. I, I only know iPhone stuff, but there's a way on the iPhone where you can set like ignore all calls that I don't have the phone number for or ignore all like just find a way to structure how you're going to disconnect and and go ahead and just plan that out. Because if you don't, you'll get sucked into stuff. You'll keep checking emails. You'll do whatever. For me, I get my little email thing. I go way, 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 many screens back as far as I can. I take the email thing and I drag it off the bottom of the dock thing. So it's it's not there and I don't see it all the time. I turn off notifications for it. I don't I don't want to know. I am with the people that I want to pay attention to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and the church that you're at should value that as well, right? So clearly part of that is communicating with them as well to be able to say, all right, listen, here is when I'm taking some days off and I need your help respecting those boundaries because I know you don't want to, you know, like we we want to try to set each other up in as healthy a space as possible. Um, yeah. You and I are having this conversation in 2023. And this does not happen yep. often, but um, 
because the days of the year uh, rotate, right? Um, this is an interesting challenge that we're looking at for December of 2023. So in addition yeah. to planning for your absence, um, you need to be able to do some preparation so that you can really be present in the things that you are offering or or where you're going to be a part of worship services and those kind of things. So December 24th, 2023 is a Sunday. It's a Sunday. Oh, and depending on how that looks for your church and the decisions that your you know pastor has made or your church leadership has made, that might mean that you've got Sunday morning services plus Christmas Eve services all on the same day. And so as you yes. look ahead, um, talk to people on the staff parish at your team about things that they could do around the church to support the church staff or volunteers or the pastors because they might be at church Sunday, December 24th for 12 plus hours, you know? So yes. um, can they provide some and that meals? Also can they provide snacks? Can they do those yeah. kinds of things? Yeah. It um, also means that New Year's Eve is also on Sunday. That's right. That's right. And so the intentionality of saying, this is when I'm going to be present. And this is when I'm not right. going to be present um, and not being afraid to like, listen, December 31st, unless it's your tradition to offer some kind of New Year's Eve party, I, you know what? I, I don't know if that's a need. I, I don't know if that's yeah. a do, right? Like do it. You don't have to do let, that. Let families be families and give yourself some space and some grace in that as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, I know each church has its own little quirks um, as you head into the Christmas season. So I think my last suggestion is just going to be, you know, don't don't be afraid to ask for help or for asking for support this time of year, right? Because it is a different schedule, because it, uh, you know, has a lot of expectations that go into it. And you've got people that are starting to re-engage in person. It's important to just, you know, look at the things that you need help with. And don't be afraid to ask for support in those things. Um, one of the more and, you and don't be able to yeah, set and hold boundaries. That's right? a good one. Yep. Go ahead. Make sure that you know what the expectations are. Meet the expectations that, that are that they have of you as long as they're reasonable. And then hold the boundaries. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. It's okay. Say no. And, and in the setting that we're in now, too, it's an interesting challenge because in addition to the expanded in-person attendance that you would figure out for Christmas Eve. There's also going to be online attendees. You know, if your church has continued to stream services and people can watch from wherever, I will assume yeah. that you're still streaming your Christmas Eve service. And so you do have to be intentional about connecting with the people who attend virtually as well. Um, but that for me feeds into that boundary setting where you say, okay, th this is when I've got the time and this is where I'm going to be intentional about this. So yeah, own those boundaries and, and keep it in a healthy space so you can celebrate. Yeah. 